0: This programme was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand on air. Kapai Irarangi Timotu, MPR.
1: Welcome, my friends with the Wolven, you see show doing at Madeira. Here at triple 999 am we talk Speedway, Robertson, Holden, International Speedway, hopefully talk with drivers and track managers,
2: promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris,
1: good to be back on another Doing It In The Dirt. A bit of a busy show this one, to be fair as well, uh, a, a fair bit to cover off, uh, especially for the uh, the Robertson promotion side of things, mate. We've got Bruce in studio as well. Bruce, great to have you in for uh, our final show of the year.
3: Great, yeah, looking forward to um, some real good, exciting racing at the end of the end of this year and leading into the start of next year. So yep. plenty happening and lots of meetings.
1: Yeah, we were talking a little bit off air, and um, between the four tracks, Palmy, Miani, Waikaraka, Western Springs, um, it's almost like you've got racing every day.
3: <laughs> well, it, it feels like it, and it probably is for the first uh, four days anyway after Christmas there, we're running... Western Springs on the twenty sixth, and then the three days for the New Zealand uh, yeah. Super N- New Zealand Stock Car Champs at uh, Waikaraka. Yep,
1: yep, certainly. uh. Well, let's crack into uh, what we've got going on in here in, in Palmy. We'll try get them through uh, track by track. But twenty sixth of December, Boxing Night in Palmerston North. Uh, we have we've got a a, a a good one going on.
3: Oh yeah, it's always a great night. That the sidecar champs. There's twenty sidecars mm. um, lined up there. They're divided into groups and they'll go through and then there's the five finalists will run over three races to finally get a champion at the end of it. And um, quite a bit of racing for the other classes as well and then we finish the night with a ramp demolition derby which is also a lot of fun too for for the spectators particularly and the competitors really. Yeah.
2: And also the king of the arena super saloons, is it?
3: Yes, there's a... Good turn-up yeah. of super, super saloons coming down. Um, always really put on great racing at Palmerston, don't they? Yeah. Everybody s- used to say that Palmerston yeah. was too narrow for super saloons, <laughs> but uh, when we saw, I think it was Steve Flynn and uh, Mark Osborne that time yeah. at the uh, team's Team racing teams? champs yeah. and the way they were <coughs> lap after lap, side by side, it showed everybody that, hey, it's not a track that's... Uh, is not suitable for super saloons. They they do some really exciting racing on it.
1: Yeah, and like you mentioned, twenty odd bikes there for the uh, well twenty bang on for the uh two sidecar champs. You know, you've got the likes of the two N Z, Jamie Moon, you've got um, Zani and Ben and Emma and Glenn on the you know, all the top all the top bikes um, from around, you know, this area in the countryside or the yeah. North Island anyway sure. are gonna be there which is going to be a massive, massive night for the bikes. And um Always put on some top-notch racing, um, and then that's pretty much us though. Until we get into to January, yeah. Though, well, the so next meeting
3: we'll then is like twenty-first of January. <laughs> There's a concert early in January that we've got to drop the fence for and get ready for. And then um, by the time we, you know, get back that back, back up again, we're not running again till the twenty-first. With man or two saloon champs will be the main thing that night. Yep. Yep.
1: Right. That's um that's it for Palmy, though on boxing nights uh, boxing night's it and then it's always the, a great show, that boxing night show. Palmy, it always is there's
3: good crowds and great atmosphere and it's yeah. a
1: good night where generally a lot of people who don't normally go to Speedway come along too because sure. obviously um they're in town for the holiday and with family, so it's a great chance to, to haul them along, especially if they're from not even in this if they're not from this country as well. Yep. Bring them along, get them to see a bit of Kiwi racing. Miani Speedway's running the next night, the twenty seventh of uh of uh, December there and they've got the Hawkes Bay superstock champs they and, have in yeah. mini stocks
3: they, yeah the youth mini stock champs and there's a full lineup of mini stocks over there I think they're into the 30s and in, in numbers so they can't normally take any visitors but it'll be hotly contested I can imagine street stock best pairs as well the good turnout of street Stocks. so it's been a stronghold for street stocks for many years over there yeah. and then again another demolition derby so it's uh a great fun night and with a Hawkes Bay Superstock champs that'll get things uh, wound up for those that are wanting a last minute go before they head to the New Zealand champs. Yeah,
1: it'd be a great shake down for them, that's for sure. sure. And, uh,
3: 24 cars, I read too. Yeah, be, mm.
1: a, be a good night, obviously, um, and uh, as you said, it's a full uh, full field of mini stocks. I saw Claire put the, uh, this, the uh, no vacancy sign <laughs> up, and, <laughs> and the street stocks will be awesome uh, as well before they head down. Some of them heading down to uh, Bleden for their New Zealand title sure. derby at the end of that one as well too, Bruce. So yep. if there's any palmy cars left going at the end, head over to Hawke's I, Bay to finish them
3: off. I believe there's a couple of them planning on heading over there, so it'll be a be a um, a great derby over there because they'll <laughs> do the ramp here and then absolutely destroy them over there. <laughs> they certainly
1: will. Um, the next meeting in Hawkes Bay after that, though, the 4th of January is the Hawkes Bay TQ Midget Champs, and, of course, that's going to be the last big wrap-up before the uh, couple of weeks after where it's the New Zealand Champs. So that Hawkes Bay TQ Champs could well and truly be a couple of full-fields, really.
3: I guess it'll be a bit of a showdown as to, you know, guys that are wanting to get their setups right for the New Zealand uh, TQ champs. There's a, always a strong support from the Auckland guys to come down to the, the to Hawke's Bay for these meetings. And, uh, of course, there's a sidecar's best pairs over there. I'm not sure whether that's actually going ahead now, but it's it was looking all right at one stage anyway. Yep. And the sprint cars, of course, have coming there from Western wow. Springs so it's a pretty exciting night of racing in the bay and it's the first time that sprint cars have been over there for many many years and I'm not sure they've ever been there to be honest oh, oh. although yeah. somebody did say they were were there a couple of times quite a few years ago.
1: No doubt um, Jamie Larson will sort of spearhead that with Mark Alexander being based over in the bay too and uh, having the 82 car back
3: I guess yeah he'll be wanting to make his mark over yeah. there and uh do well for the sponsors. Yeah, yep. for sure, for sure. Um, then we head back up, or we head up the country
1: to uh, Western Springs, and it all kicks off there with the International Midget Series uh, starting on Boxing Night, a traditional meeting up there at the Springs, and that is generally a, a one, pretty much a sold out. Uh, is, yeah, time, time, isn't it? Huge boxing show Night,
3: that Boxing Night, people, as you say, looking for something to do after Christmas, and it's tradition for people to head to uh, Western Springs for the Boxing Boxing Day night racing and uh, Midget uh, International's there, plus there's a big sprint car, Masters, around of that as well. So there'll be some hard and fast racing for those open-wheel fans. or perhaps, In fact, anybody that likes Speedway, it's, it's always an awesome show. Uh, TQs are running there too, and then they'll head down to Hawke's Bay for the following night. But um, it's it's one of those meetings that you you don't want to miss if you want a great show of open wheel racing yeah so sure.
2: and how good is it to have the um internationals back too
3: after what's been going on around the world well exactly yeah and it's it's difficult and the travel costs have gone up and and um people are a little bit reluctant to do too much travelling because of chances of getting locked down yeah. somewhere that's yeah. the, the worst <laughs> thing I heard of somebody not wanting to go to England the other day in case it got locked down and they were stuck there but uh, no, it's, uh, you're able to get in and out of New Zealand at yep. the moment and I don't think there's any plans to, to change things. Yeah, and
1: of course, um, you know, headlining the International Sprint <coughs> Car Series, you've got the uh, recently crowned USAC Midget Champion, Buddy Kofoid, of course, who is a former New Zealand Sprint Car Champion, gets his first run in a midget on uh, on our soil. And um, first time we've had a female visitor for quite some time too, Taylor Reimer, yeah. um, is visiting as well, both out of the Keith Coons Motorsport uh team and I think you may have even you guys have probably popped into the Keith Coon set up over there at some point Bruce and the impressive set up they've got oh yeah got. they
3: are there's no <laughs> doubt about it they're the professionals in every every mm. respect
1: yeah they send out and then Justin Grant as well runs mm. the NOS Energy midget over there as well is um, coming over too there's one more which I didn't have on my list uh, but either way, the uh, Americans are looking pretty pretty on form as they head into this one. And then you've got, uh, there's not just one round, you've got a few rounds there. Um, the 1st of uh, first of January, obviously, the um, International Midget's running again, but also the salute to uh,
3: Pickens. That's right, the special it's Michael 50. Pickens event there, and it's the uh, Michael Pickens 54, we mm. have a 54-lap race for them, and there's a whole lot of interesting things happening that night, so... Um, Michael's been instrumental in putting a lot of it together so we can be sure that um, from a competitors point of view that's for sure it'll be a great show
1: yeah and of course you've got the sprint car silver crown amongst that as well but i'm um, looking forward to I, I don't get to go to the 50 lapper as such that the um the prestigious 50 lapper because it's obviously in Zealand Superstock nights but i get to see a 54 lapper so i'm pretty excited <laughs> about yeah. this one yeah but uh speaking of that 50 lapper that happens on the 6th of january that's right yeah
3: and that's, that's uh Traditional night for excitement and in, in the midget class—that's for sure. Yeah, you, they get
1: you know they um is it the the winner and the car owner get some pretty impressive rings? Is it rings they get? Uh, like yeah, that? there is a traditional is a ring, traditional, traditional yeah, ring. Yeah. That yeah. They,
3: they get to um, trophy ring type of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they they got all the format. The best part is obviously you got the hot laps, the time trials, the heats, and. Just it pays to really sort of pay attention with those um those fifty lappers because they're very very special uh very unique formats as well um how they do it so that's pretty much how how it rolls at the at the springs I think by the time we get back, probably you'll have super stocks there though by the looks the fourteenth of January that's right we'll yes. tick that one off because we won't be here for uh it's for a show for there. that one, yeah. so the super stocks are back at the at the springs
3: king of the springs for the super stocks it'll be a a night for them to. Thunder around there and show their show their form. It certainly will. And it'll be a big sprint car night as well, another round of the Sprint Car Masters. Yep,
1: yep. Heading over to uh, the hunger side of Auckland, and uh, before we get wrapped up too into the New Zealand Champs, the, the midgets are running there as well, I believe, While the uh, internationals are here on the 3rd of January.
3: Correct, that's right. We've got the international midgets are coming across to uh, Waikaraka. There's 36 cars coming for it. Wow. Wow. I've sort of planned for about 20, so I don't know how we're going to get them all in the pits, but um, we're going to have to shuffle things and maybe use some of the pit space that we've uh, allocated out of the cricket grounds there for the New Zealand stock cars. So uh, hopefully... They're not needing them for cricket by the (laughs) 3rd of January. I believe it's about the 7th of January they get underway. But um – We'll see if we can uh, use some of that cricket ground for the overflow. but 36 Midgets will be a a great show. That's going to be
1: prima. They were awesome at the, uh, well, last time I saw them at the park was um, Teams Nationals a couple of years back, and they were cool back then with the series they had. So it'd be cool to see the the internationals. And I suppose at that point, too, the internationals might get a bit of a sneak peek as to what what other New Zealand racing we have going on with the lots of the stock cars and and bits and pieces uh, running that night too will be cool for them to, to witness something a bit different yeah, um, I guess on the it'll way. be
3: um, an opportunity for them to see some Kiwi-style racing. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And we've got a big New Year fireworks spectacular as well just to welcome in the New Year, which we do at uh, at every year.
1: Yep. Right, let's get down to business, Bruce. The Salter Cartage New Zealand Stock Car oh. Championship. We've waited a couple of years for this one. Um <laughs> We we learnt plenty from running at Miani and uh, we get to do it all again at Waikaraka. 27th is the shakedown, 28th, 29th, obviously qualifying in the finals. It's going to be an absolute beauty.
3: Oh, certainly will be. I mean, 150 stock cars there. Another late late entry today, James Clark's decided to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to join the, join the, the stampede. Ex- yep, <laughs> yep. And uh, I saw that came through just as I was leaving work. So it's... Uh, it's going to be an awesome event, and six groups. They'll all be divided into. On the shakedown night, they'll all get a, at least a couple of runs each. Um, there are only six lap races, but they'll they're welcome to. We may, if we've got time, we may run a couple of extra races at the end of the night. But they'll at least get a couple of runs each, and then there's six groups of about twenty five in each group for the eliminations qualifying night and uh they' do the normal front middle backs s n z format and um then on the we've got the thirty qualifiers for the for the salter Cartage new zealand stock car champs and then the tier two Manitou, man- Manukau man get that right <laughs> man super strike bowling alley there in uh manukau yep. if you want a bit of fun while you're waiting for the championships to happen, shoot down there. And uh, that's tier two. And then there's a bunch of, co- half a dozen consolation races during the night as well for those that um, want to run a yep. consolation race, haven't qualified, I suppose, yep. and you yep. still want to go racing. That's
1: the... Um, prize
3: money on the on the heats there.
1: That's the uh, the Brooks family, I think, that run Brooks the... Brooks family, the, yeah. Yeah, they do heaps for the, obviously, up in Auckland,
3: so... Great Speedway supporters, and yep. yeah, it's um, great to see them involved in the championship as well. And like you say, something
1: to do during the day before you go racing, He done to uh, some 10-pin bowling. But racing uh, side of things, the 27th of the uh, 27th December, the shakedown obviously starts 6.30 racing um, and there's just a $10 adult and $5 child fee for that
3: to get in, Bruce. That's quite, that's quite right. Yep. Yeah, we've just um, kept the costs r- right down so that yep. every, anybody and everybody who wants to come and get a preview or wants to give them an opportunity to try their cars out or whatever before the big championship the following night, the qualifying.
1: And then qualifying night, 28th, racing starting from 6pm. 6 o'clock would get underway, hopefully. 6pm, yeah, and uh, tickets uh, are 25 an adult, 10 for a child, and 60 for two adults and three kids. That's an absolute bargain for a New Zealand championship. Um, Of course, you want to be there well and truly early before the uh, 6 o'clock so you can get your seat, so you can actually get in. And um, so you can obviously check the cars. They'll be obviously probably parked out on the infield, i will be guessing, or, or they'll have some form of parade at some yeah, point. Yeah,
3: there'll, there'll be certainly a parade, but um, yeah, whether we'll put them out on the yeah. infield or not, it'll depend on track prep and that sort of thing there.
1: Yep, and then the finals night, we get underway racing from 5.30, so even earlier
3: finals night. Yeah, because we've got um if there are any the repper charges well, run-offs. Well not only repper charges, if there's a draw from the previous mm. night, there's no point in doing it on the night because often a car will drop out yep. in the group yep. or something like that and yep. we found that you put guys through a um runoff, run-off and then find that it wasn't necessary <laughs> because somebody had dropped out of the group. They so, both qualify anyway. <laughs> so so we'll have a run have any of the runoffs that need to be done and then we'll do the two repper charges so that's the next sixty cars will be split up into the two rapid charges. First three from each will go through to the uh, finals. So it's it's even the groups. There's only uh, four out of each group go through to the. Through yep. to the finals, so it's pretty hard. You've got 25 cars in your group and yep. 24 or 25. It's almost like a
2: championship race right there. And yeah, it's
3: the finals through, right there. You've got to be in the, that first four to, to qualify. So.
1: Yep, you certainly do. And the prices, obviously for finals nights. Adults are $30. Kids for um, 10 and a family pass, $70. As I say, just another cheap night of Speedway, to be fair with oh, you. Oh yeah,
3: no excuse for not coming along. <laughs>
1: yep. And of course, uh, Waikaraka, plenty of uh, hot chips and burgers and coffee Coffees and all sorts of that on site. They've got some great food around there. Yeah. Um, and Family this, prices
3: too. There's yeah. no exorbitant prices anywhere.
1: And, of course, um, <clears throat> you can actually buy your tickets online right now at eventfinder.co.nz. And um, all the details are on the Waikaraka Park uh, Facebook page and website to all those uh, ticketing the official proper ticketing places to get them.
2: Just going back to the qualifying night, is the scrutineering being held anywhere, Bruce, or is it just no, at the track? No, we're,
3: we're going to do them, at, do it at the track now. Yeah. Originally we thought if we are going to get around that 200-odd, we were going to do it up at Mount Smart. Mount Smart have said we could have used the, up facility, there. Yeah. the facility to do it, but uh, the scrutineers have decided that we'll get through the 150. like well, They do 100 on a normal night, mm. so it's just a case of going through and a and on the on the first night, it won't be a on the um, shakedown. It won't be a full scrutineer. It'll just be a safety check, yep. basically, yep. to make sure everybody's up to a reasonable standard yep. and and nothing blatantly uh, out of place. Mm,
1: very good. Of course, live stream available as well by stream, Video Hub.
3: Video Hub coming up to do the live streaming, and uh, whether they'll have the shakedown night, I'm not quite sure. they are doing here on the 26th so they've got to drive through to Auckland and get set up so I'm picking they may not make the shakedown night for live streaming but uh, they're hoping to they may be able to do it but otherwise we'll be on the qualifying night. Have you
2: got the big screen set up yet?
3: The club are working on it, whether or not they'll have it done in time, (laughs) it's wait and see at this stage huge big screen, it came from down the uh, down the waterfront there, so they used it for the America's Captain. They that yep. screen. Yep, yep. no, so good it's pretty stuff. impressive screen. It certainly is. It's going to be
1: a big few weeks of racing for you, Bruce. Hopefully, uh, you can get around a few of the tracks and watch plenty of racing and enjoy it, and um, not get stuck too much being a busy, a busy, busy man. You can actually soak in a bit of racing over well, the weeks. Well,
3: it will be good if we can. But I mean, I'm looking forward to that New Zealand Stock Car Champs. They're always a great event, and when you remember last year at Hawke's Bay, what a show that was. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be an awesome event, that's for sure. certainly is. Bruce, we'll see you up in
0: Auckland. Thank you. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. support this show and others like it by giving a donation for more information go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate if you're enjoying this podcast in manawatu you could make your very own just like this one npr exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online check out npr.nz for more information Well, that there was Bruce
1: Robertson, and uh, he is a very busy man, obviously, with uh, not only Pame on Boxing Night, but the springs, New Zealand stock cars, um, more springs racing. It's just going to be a, a flat tack time for Bruce there. Right, but the uh, the main thing we're talking about is the New Zealand stock car champs at Waikareka Park, and before we talked to the defending champion, we thought we'd roll the clock back or the calendar back a fair few years, and... Uh, dig into the archives, we've got the uh, fossil machine out and we've managed to haul Jerry Linklater out of uh, out of the Dark Ages. Jerry, mate, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah,
2: no, cheers for having me. i have just parked my Zimmer frame over there so I can talk to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mate, 2006-2007 season, um, you went up to Waikaraka Park, you won the New Zealand Champs, Let's go back to before that, though, and uh, talk about your entry. Because back then, you could pretty much just uh, almost turn up on the day.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, so I was, a, I was a late entry. I actually had my car for sale, and I was going to sell up and get out of Speedway altogether. Um, and a bloke from Stratford was all lined up to buy it, and, and it was basically a done deal. And then he rang me a couple of days beforehand and said, oh, I'm real busy with work but, and if you want to go and do the New Zealand's, it's all good by me, you can do it. So um, so yeah, chucked in an entry the day before qualifying, um, it was actually a couple of days to get in um, because initially they didn't want to accept my entry but um, Mike Johnson here in Wanganui got on the case for me and because he knew Frank Irvine from back in the day so pulled some strings and, and whatever and got us in there as a bit of a late entry so yeah it was all a bit of a rush thing.
1: So, literally roll up on, I mean, I can't even remember what days it would have been, just entries in, Mike does the hard yards to get you in, sort of thing, pulls the strings, and then bowl on us, bowl on up in the bus or even probably before the bus and, and into it. No, yeah,
2: yeah, no, no, we had the bus at that yeah, yeah, stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, um, you know, I mean, I was pretty serious about racing, but we weren't too sort of professional, I guess. And so they had practice on the Thursday night, but we flagged it. And stayed in Wanganui because we had Handle Club at the Red Lion, so we had to do Handle Club. Um, so we went there till about midnight, and then then got up and left at sort of four in the morning on the Friday and drove to Auckland. So it was all pretty relaxed, to be honest,
1: mate. And now, uh, now Red Lion is obviously a Speedway garage these days um, over over there. But, uh, oh,
2: yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. Speedway Garage has really breathed new life into that place. and Yeah, yeah. it's so cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't think Handle Club's going to get in the way of New Zealand champs this year. <laughs> so you you, you you cruise up to Auckland. Had
2: you ever raced at Waikaraka before the uh, New Zealand champs? No, nah, no, nah, that was all new to me. Um, yeah, didn't really know what to expect. I'd been to the track once. I think I'd been up there with um, Daryl Taylor when he was team chasing. Um but, yeah, I know it was just sort of rolled the dice and straight into it, just ran our one new you gearing and see what happens.
1: All right. yeah, In the deep end, eh? In the deep end. How, how many New Zealand championships had you raced that before, that Waikaraka one?
2: Um, I think that was my third one. I did one at Bay Park, um, oh, which yep. didn't go very well. That was that was my first one. Um, and then I did the one the year before Waikaraka, the one in Hawke's Bay. Yep. Um yeah, I raced over there as well. That was quite a cool meeting. Sweet. But yeah, I mean, I was still, I was still really quite new to to doing the big events and, and that sort of thing, just learning as I went, I guess. <laughs> I mean, because in
1: that case, like being in Whanganui, that was you know generally back then the old Sunday afternoon meetings as well. Um, the, the sort of the the number of stock cars is pretty much how it is these days. To be fair, it's still quite a few numbers and. If you used to out of town towners used to bowl in into Wanganui on the Sundays, especially the um you know, after Palmy or Stratford, that that venture across to Wanganui. So you kind of would have had a bit of a run with um you know most of the guys from around the I guess the lower North Island and that. But would have been a whole different aspect into the. I know you've done two New Zealand titles before it, but a whole different aspect going into the uh, the qualifying with you know like you say you're still relatively new to racing these big championship and fields.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, by then, to be fair, I was doing quite a bit of travelling. Um, so I, I guess it was mainly around the lower North Island, but at the time, like you quite rightly say, we didn't we didn't have big numbers here in Morganui, and our racing was on Sundays, so we'd, we'd always try and travel on the Saturday. Um, big believer that if you're going to try and do good at big events, then you need to be racing in big fields. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I knew a lot of the guys um you know and we were while I was only my third New Zealand's I've been doing North Islands and Grand Prix as well so yeah it yeah, was still early days like you say
1: yeah yeah had you ever made a, a finals of a national title at those North Islands etc before you got to Waikareka? a record
2: yeah yeah i had um that season i qualified cuz the Grand Prix and the North Islands were both before the New Zealand's Oh, uh, and I qualified for both of them and from memory I got about sixth and seventh or, or thereabouts in both of them. Hmm. Um so I'd kind of had a taste of of um finals racing and shit I loved it. You know, and it was it was awesome and, and yeah, I mean it was good good to start putting in some consistent um, you know, races in the in those big fields. So <laughs> it was
1: definitely a no-brainer then when when old mate says, Hey man, like I don't need the car this weekend, you might as well do New Zealand. So definitely a no brainer to enter because you've been going so well at these national titles beforehand. Um qualifying wise, how did that like obviously you qualified, but how did it sort of play out? Was it pretty straightforward the three heats for you?
2: Um, yeah, I gotta I gotta be honest, man. My memories from qualifying aren't too great. Um, uh, neither. <laughs> I, I I know there wasn't um I, I can't remember having any big dramas or anything. Um so, you know, I mean, in that sense, it was probably straightforward. You
1: didn't have to worry a... about a charge or anything, eh?
2: Nah, 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 nah. Qualified. I, I remember qualifying quite comfortably.
1: Yeah, yeah. then into finals night. Whole different story, man. Into your first New Zealand chance finals. Obviously, you've been in the, the North Islands and the GPs and that. But did you feel it was any different? Or was it, you know, being a New Zealand title?
2: Oh, yeah, no, it was definitely different. Um, yeah, there was a lot of hype around. Um, you know, and there were 20-lap finals. Yeah, that's massive it
1: back
2: th- then, eh? Yeah, and it was one of the – I know they ran a bigger field um, when they had the New Zealand's at Bay Park, the Dale one, but then they went back to a 26-car field, and then this was the first year that it went back to a 30-car field. Mm. Um, So, you know, there was a bit of chat about that, and the, the more cars and the longer races, and, you know, I was still – I was really a kid, man, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, and then they get you to line up and then they do the national anthem and all this kind of stuff and yeah, I guess I was I was a little bit of a possum in the, in the headlights, but but you know, I was just I was just here for a good time and, and loving it.
4: Do you remember any other uh, Wanganui or any other support you had going into that um, finals, bro?
2: Oh, not really. Um so no other Wanganui cast qualified. Um, you know, and I didn't at no point did I have people blocking for me, um, but but I, ha- I had, you know, there were some friendly faces out there. Like I say, yeah. I've done a bit of travelling and, you know, and you you do make a few friendships <clears throat> and that sort of thing. And um, so when it came to the pointy end, um, you know, there were quite a few cars that I knew I could trust.
1: I think back then it was more um, the Upper North, you know, Bay Park, Rotorua, Huntley, or Auckland versus, you know, Wellington, Wanganui, Stratford, Palmy. Palmy. It was kind of like that. And then the little groups within them of, of the rivalries on top of. But um, the first, like, can you remember much of the finals now, Jerry? The three heats of the yep. finals. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. no, I got
2: better memory
1: there. <laughs> yeah. Heat one. Right. You get underway, Heat one, 20 laps far out. That's a long haul, to be fair. And the first time, as I say, with 30 cars.
2: Yep. Yeah, so what I remember from that one, I had a that was my middle grid, so I started about smack in the middle, fifteen or sixteen or, or thereabouts, and um, and that was quite that was a sprint race, really, quite a just a quick race, um, yeah, and I, and I guess it, a few few cars spinning and bits and pieces and just made up a few places, probably in hindsight it was the uneventful race of the three. Um, but you know, like, like at all championships now in that first race, everyone's just trying to bank some points. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't remember exactly where I finished, but it was sort of fourth or fifth or something like that. Um, so, you know, i would made up, made up pretty good spots.
1: Well, making 10 spots up in the first race <laughs> is pretty bloody good to, uh, mm. to start with. It puts you in a, in a decent position considering you have a, a front of grid coming your way. Heat two comes about. So which one was at the front or the back?
2: Yep, no, that was the front. So I started on pole off that one. Yep. Um, took off to a bit of a lead. I had a bit of a stuff up halfway through it, um, clipped the car and, and it jumped out of gear. I remember that. And then about four cars zipped past me. Um, but by then the shit was starting to happen in those heats. So, but, you know, only a few laps later, um, there was a bit of a pile up and I just sort of fanged it around the outside and then popped back out in the front and uh, went on to win that heat.
1: Nice. So you would have been...
2: Top three going into that last one ish. Uh, yeah, I was second on points. Um, Gary Davis was. yep well, was I was going to say. Points, yeah. I
1: remember Gary leaving because I was. I remember I was at the uh, the Norris house and we we're literally back then. There was no uh, live stream. It Used to get sort of. I think maybe at McGaw's could have been Magaw's, like literally yeah. a, lap, <laughs> a lap by lap blow of the race and you're sort of refreshing screens and hoping the dial-up doesn't kick off because someone's making a phone call. And uh, I do remember, you know, watching Gary, because obviously he's from Levin, and um, cheering for him, and then he disappeared off the radar. But um, another image, uh, from memory, the image in my head is Michael Gray up on the wall, on top of the wall as well at some point. So that that third heat, obviously you're off the back. You're second on points. Uh, I mean, the field was, there wasn't too many missing from memory either. No,
2: nah, so I was, like you say, I was starting dead last. And, um, you know, being 20 lap races kind of, for me, it kind of changed the game a bit. So I literally, I can't even remember who started next to me on the grid, but they must have been in the hunt as well. And we literally took off in first gear and just idled to the corner
5: <laughs> and let
2: everyone get around the corner and then take off. And there was a little bit of shit starting to happen. But And then we sort of cracked second gear and, and actually took off because 20 laps are such a long time. Um, you know, and, and by then, like, I always knew that race was going to end up being a bit of a derby. Um, so, you know, the idea was to just hang back, pick up spots when you can and avoid um, any of the dive bombers.
1: I could imagine so. I could imagine so. Just watching it unfold all around you. That would have been, I mean, 20 laps in general is, is massive. That's like sprint car and midget stuff these days. <laughs> yeah, I'd be no good that. at These
2: yeah. days, man, I'll, I'll
1: get the stitch if I had to do 20 laps <laughs> nowadays. I reckon they'd need a 10-lap buddy mandatory yellow for a water. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like that, I know it's it's um, ironic what we always say, but, like, that would have been the longest, literally the longest 20 laps ever. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean not not so much I don't know, it was kind of funny. Like I've been in other races where I'm literally in the car yelling at the flagman to put the flags out. <laughs> um, but I, and I don't I, I never felt like that at all during the race. But but yeah, it was it was a long it was a long journey. Um and you know, by the time I finished I'd been lapped. Um yeah. I think I think Spanky might have won the race. And um, you know, i followed him and maybe Axe might have might have um lapped me as well, but I still finished fifth just because there was so much carnage and so much happening. So I, I guess in that in that sense I only did nineteen laps, so I've got nothing to complain about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean exactly right. You've just you just um you done what you needed to do. And I know Sparky sort of briefly mentioned like the finals in general. There was no other Wong cars um, but obviously the north south divide sort of thing. But did you have Maybe not anyone is such um, talking about the blocking or helping you or trailer meetings, but do you sort of have anyone in your ear giving you a bit of mentor advice thing? Because, like I say, obviously, um, the longevity of the race and going in basically top at, top of the pops, you know, for points-wise, um, did you have anyone that's sort of given you the advice before and any of those old Wanganui heads hanging about?
2: Oh, yeah, I don't know about advice, really. Um, Fatty was there with me, um, along with another couple of guys, Old Butterbean and, and his brother Jake from they were we, yep. we went away on the mission together. Um, so I guess I was chatting about it with, with Fetty, but, I mean, we were, we were distracted in terms of, um, um, you know, real, like, um, strategy or anything like that because we buggered a radiator in the second race and then we had to borrow one off. Dio Mooney was there and, he gave us a spare one and it didn't fit. So we held it in with tie downs and then the fan was hitting it. So Fatty had the Ginzu knife and had to chop down the fan blades. And you know, by the time we were doing all that sort of stuff, we didn't really have um too much thought about the race really. It was just sort of, I don't know, you're riding that wave of adrenaline and you just keep keep going, I guess.
1: It's pretty good though, really, right? That sort of stuff. And it's it's good when you hear those sort of stories. Um that like you say, the distractions there. To not give you time to actually think about it and psych yourself, I guess, out of it rather than into it. Um, so just basically go out there, hey, I'm off the back. This is what I think I need to do and I'll just let it unfold. And like you say, you only done 19 laps, mate. I only took 19 <laughs> laps to win the New Zealand title. Who would have thought?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, like at the time I, I never felt like I was going to win it, Um I guess I'd probably look at it a lot differently now, but at that stage I was still relatively new to, um, to stock cars and I felt like, you know, I had a lot of years ahead of me and all this kind of shit. So it was really just another experience and, and you know, just a good chance to have more fun with your mates sort of thing, doing what you love doing. And, yeah. and just for some reason on that day all the bits of the puzzle fell together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, like Spanic had won a New Zealand title before and um, X had been 3NZ forever and added another 3NZ that night I mean so you were you were racing I mean like the same as these days but you you hit the top literally the top notch around you of that time
2: yeah yeah definitely and I mean there's Peter Rees and and Dale and Richie from Wellington and Billy Neal and Rinso was in there I you know I've I'd have to go through the list to see them yeah. all. But at the time, yeah, it was, you know, they talk about it now, like the cream rises to the top. And yep. and at the time, it really was the same too. They're just different names to what they are these days. Yeah. Well, apart from the reasons and, and Dale and them.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. You come in after the, the race. You, um obviously, you the, the war's finished. The battle's been, been done for the night. How did you sort of know? Or do you have to wait for the old point sheet to be posted on the board or
2: no to be honest i don't really i don't actually remember how i found out i knew when i finished that i'd done well like i knew i would have been in the top three so i mean i was the adrenaline was well and truly pumping so i was it acted a bit a little bit like a pork (laughs) chop there and started doing donuts on the track and then um
4: broken axle
2: broken axle yeah (laughs) i hit the pole line sideways and snapped the axle um (laughs) So, you know, and then, like, once once the pit gate opened and everyone went out, I just kind of jumped out of my car and walked back to the bus. And then, yeah, I, I actually don't even remember who came down and, and said, I mean, l- like you say, it's different to how the points are brought out these days. So, um, but, yeah, and then we had to quickly fix the car and chuck another axle in so it could go over the scales and that sort of thing. And, yeah, I mean, we were just kind of standing around in shock, really.
1: Crikey, they let you fix it these days. Ah, oh, those days.
2: Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it was cool. Probably one of the things I remember most, actually, from from after the, after the meeting um, was, you know, like, because um, Mikey got me into the meeting, and I was pretty grateful for that. So I remember ringing him. It was quite late at night, obviously, and he was still among you, and he was in bed, and I woke him up, and I just said to him, oh, man, I just thought I'd let you know how, how it went. He's like, oh, yep, yep. So, yeah, no, we won. And then, oh, shut. You know, and it was just the excitement. <laughs> it was really cool. I eh? like, you know, it was a real cool
1: moment all, all oh, around, really. I bet, I bet. And I mean, like you say, you're you acting the pork chop out there, but that would have just been pure fun from the race, regardless. I mean, it was literally a, a derby, 20 lap derby, regardless of uh, finishing or winning it or whatever. It was just a great race to celebrate. Well, regardless of finishing top three, I should say, it was a great race to celebrate winning, uh, finishing the race.
2: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, man. Yeah, I mean, I was just on this massive adrenaline high of you know making the finals and then and then doing so well. Or, you know, I'd won the second heat for I would have been stoked to have just come back with that as the highlight of the weekend.
4: Yeah, some prize money.
2: Yeah, yeah, God knows I needed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you spent it all because, uh, Basically, yeah you you got the you got the one NZ and and you got the trophy and um, back then you had the mohawk. It's, it's funny with you you've gotten more here with age.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not on the top though. The recessions killed that man. It's all in the back. <laughs> but um, it was a it was a huge
1: celebration, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, and the the pit party afterwards was was epic. You know, and. Um, we were on the piss and we'd been staying with, um, Mike Mack had been, we're at the same campground and, you know, we, all day we'd been like, Oh, imagine if, imagine if I could win, imagine if you'd win, <laughs> you know? And then there we were at sort of five in the morning, we were both women spewing our guts out and, you know, it was just, it was just awesome. It was a, just a big, big, um, yeah, I don't know what you'd call it a big, big party. He doesn't, doesn't
4: he... need any more encouragement.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because, <laughs> I mean, like,
1: in general, um, stock cars in general are basically pretty much, uh, you know, pretty new class in general. Like, that, that was, the I think, the sixth or seventh New Zealand champs. And, I mean, Pete had already run two or three of them. And it had been this, basically the same names filling the podium at each of those events until, you know, you take out the New Zealand title and there was, a, again, a couple of regular names there, Spanic and, and Axtons. But, I mean, also at the same time, it had been a, a bloody long time since uh, Charlie had brought a New Zealand title back to Wanganui.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it was 25 years um, between drinks for Whanganui, Um, you know, and so that was something I really wanted to um, celebrate with with our club. Like, I'm very, very proud of our club and yeah. all um, – represent them for as long as I'm still driving a car Um, so you know it was really important to me that um, you know we numbered the car as one NZV and um, let everybody know that you know we are from Wanganui and and, yeah I feel like and you know the time after that and all the meetings we did subsequent that um, you know we had ourselves pretty um, pretty well
1: yeah yeah Yeah. so uh, after that after everything simmered down after that but he, that win, that epic pit party, the late entry, what happened to old mate buying the card? Did he still buy it? <laughs> no,
2: no, no. He, he <laughs> rang me, um, he actually <laughs> left me on Sunday, I think, and he rang me on Monday and then, um, he was actually a legend about it. He was real good and he's just like, oh mate, I, I can understand if, you know, you want to pull pin and. And I said to him, yeah, I, you know, I had planned on getting out, but I'm not going to be the guy who got one NZ and then never raced again. Yeah. Um, so he ended up hanging on to it. And he went on and bought a different car. So the bro yeah,
4: Sephiroth ended up buying it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> yeah, I kept going with it for that the rest of that season. Um, and then we ordered a new car off Pete, um, who wasn't doing that many of them at the time. Um, and yeah, and then sold sold the car in the off season. And yeah, the bro Sephiro brought it which was awesome, and that was him, started in stock cars.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I stayed I stayed with him at Stratford um, at the holiday park, and there was, there was a weapon down the streets. but through the corner was like tra- um, peddling a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it was. And, and see, it's quite funny because that was probably one of the last cars that was competitive with old gear. Yeah. Um, you know, we still had tractor links in it, and yeah. – people like um were just starting to run FCO shocks or, or whatever the brand was at the time, but we were still using shocks out of a uh, Mazda six two six from the car dump that we were we were um, getting for free and that sort of stuff. So um so yeah I yeah it definitely um it definitely was a bit of a rough ride, but you yeah, had plenty of um Roonunga in the straight.
1: Was that was that sort of the reasoning behind getting the new car from Pete was shit on one N Z like we want to Keep it at the pointy end. Now we better, we better represent the number a bit, uh, you know, a bit more at the pointy end. So we, we'll update the gear.
2: Oh no! I kind of um, like I had a lot of faith in the old car and the old girl that had done us really well. Um, but you know, I oh, there's lots of things, and and it's a funny one for me personally. I kind of felt, still felt like I had a point to prove, which in yeah. hindsight is ridiculous. But um, <laughs> so I, I really wanted. Um, what I, I wanted know. To get a, yeah, I wanted to get another <laughs> car, swap from a Holden to a Falcon, and um, and just get that at the pointy end and then sort of prove that I wasn't a one trip pony and it wasn't a fluke sort of thing. So, that was some motivation there. Well,
1: you did. You yeah. went out and and you ended up in the first three-way uh, runoff for a New Zealand so, title the next year. In only. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Same so no, time it um, happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was awesome. A lot of good memories from that. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Were you were you as shocked? Um, were you as shocked of
1: being at the pointy end that night as you were at Waikaraka? Because I mean, back then, and, and it still happens now, but especially back then, you rock up anywhere with one NZ and you ain't finishing. I mean, Dale didn't even qualify the next year.
4: Spanic yeah. never qualified either. Yeah,
2: Spanic never qualified either. He
4: he got bombed nah. in the first heat. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, there was a lot of that happening, like you say, and I, and I was really lucky to qualify too because there was um some rooster from Stratford dive bomb me and and my third qualifying heat wrecked the right front but I looked around and, and just got in by the barest of margins um but yeah no and the yeah the second I guess I was surprised but see with that one I wasn't I wasn't up there on points I th- from memory I was ten points behind but I was yeah. in about seventh place or something something like that but you know I wasn't really seen as being a contender um. And yeah, that, that, like, that third yeah. that third heat there was awesome, and and like um, I ended up tucking in behind Peter Rees and following him, and um, it was probably the the most exciting race I've ever seen, and it was all unfolding right in front of me because Pete was just literally anyone that was going slow on the track, he just smashed them out of the way, yeah, and um, so it was great. He was clearing the track for me and and putting on a hell of a good show, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then, like in the last corner, he got taken out, and then I could f- 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 just zip past and get some more points, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I know. I no expectations then. I was as soon as I qualified there, I was really happy that I'd sort of proven my point. And um, yeah. Oh, and you got to carry the
1: one nz right through to the end, basically.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it would have been nice to have, um, you know, to have won the runoff and gone back to back, but I'm, I'm quite I've accepted what happened I made a mistake and and Alan was the rightful winner um you know and he and he's gone on to do awesome things too so it's really cool to see and and you know and and it's cool that the 1NZ gets shared around a bit
1: yeah yeah exactly right good good times you spent a lot of um a lot of good times with that 1NZ on the car on on both the cars because <laughs> you sort of became the first one to really hit the road and take the 1NZ on the road really
2: yep yep and, I, and I'm still a firm believer in that like um, you know the public they pay to come in, and watch the racing and they deserve to see their, their 1, 2s and 3s at all the different tracks not just hiding away at their home tracks you know I mean the, a lot of well, some people and I'm not going to name anyone because I don't I'm not picking out anyone in particular but just think you know if you win it get out there and bloody enjoy it yeah, and
1: yeah, you know definitely. put
2: yourself out there and you're going to get minced and that's okay you know, like, you just have a good time and smile about it and have a beer afterwards. And you actually get a lot of respect from people for it. Yeah, um, and yeah, no, I wouldn't change a thing. I We literally had the time of our lives. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: exactly right.
2: Jerry, uh, I know you're not
1: running the, the stock car, you know, anymore. You're in the super stock ranks these days. But uh, Waikaraka, it's, it's got to hold a special place for you, uh, you know, obviously winning that New Zealand title up there. And it's going to be a huge weekend or huge couple of days of racing up there. You definitely can't pick anyone these days, can you? No,
2: nah, no, nah, you can't. And just just on that, I'd just like to say I'm, I am pretty disappointed um, that COVID stopped the championships being last year because, like, you know, I was still in the stock car last year and I was really looking forward to going um, back to Wacky Park for another cricketer. Um, but, you know, and then an opportunity came up that I couldn't turn down. So we sure. you know, but, and it's unfortunate, but, you know, that's just the way life takes you sometimes. Um, but yeah, as for picking a winner, man. It's anyone's guess. Um, I, I, you'd, you'd probably be mad to try and make a pick before you get a finals field. Yep. I'll tell
1: you what, there'll be plenty of Wanganui boys up there representing the club with pride. And I know that uh, they definitely will do you proud. And I know that the, uh, you know, plenty of them are in your Vulcans team these days. You're steering the ship. And you're using all that past experience, which is it's bloody good to see you. As you said, you're a big club man. It's great to see you sticking around and and passing that experience on with the Vulcans and look at the uh, the things that you've done with them too. So, uh, not only a great New Zealand champion in the past, but you're doing great things at the stock car class. Still, uh, you know, despite moving up.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, cheers. It's, it's it's bloody good, man. And um, yeah, I love I love managing the Vulcans. Uh, they're a great group of guys, and and um, you know, and a lot of. A lot of other teams at times probably underrate us a little bit, but um, I think that'll change as we string together some good performances, and And I'm really excited to see where this group of guys can take us. Um, yeah, it's a real good team to be around. It's for awesome.
1: Sure. Are you going to get up to Auckland yourself and watch, or are you going to have a have a stream and focus on the car from New Ze- the Super for New Zealand or something?
2: Yeah, and I'll probably just get the stream, I think. I've got my kids over that time, so it's a bit of a big ask. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not taking them to Auckland, both of that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll save up all my babysitting or, um, you know, the chances for babysitters for when I'm actually racing. But, no, yeah. I'll definitely be tuned into the live stream.
1: Beauty, beauty. Awesome, Jerry. Hey, great to have you on. Great to uh, briefly jump down memory lane and, uh, and talk about that New Zealand title back in 06, 07. And, um, say, it's just great to that you are, uh, you know, you represented the number bloody well the end of the day yeah awesome man thank you just bring back the mohawk mate
2: yeah (laughs) i would i I wish maybe i need to regain or something like that yeah yeah yeah. good stuff mate until next time yeah Yeah. all
1: right man catch up well welcome back to doing it in the dirt here on npr triple nine am and uh, of course most of you listen to us on spotify or apple music apple play something like that either way right we've had the uh promoter we've had the last person to win the New Zealand title at Waikareka Park so we thought before we get uh before we get on track we better have the current New Zealand champion the defending New Zealand champion Ben Ellis how are you Ben? Yeah not too bad still. Yeah good mate good mate it's been uh for you it's been a long two years with the uh number one on the side yeah lucky man
5: <laughs> yes it has been a very long time.
1: Mate it's uh I mean, you won the title in Miani two years ago, and then COVID put paid to uh, last year's championships. Um, They were going to sort of—I want to ask you this—they were going to let you know make the uh, the New Zealand title holders sort of scrap their number. I think halfway through the season, or when the title was supposed to be run, you're kind of glad they let you run it till the end day.
5: Um, Yeah, we were always wanting to defend the title, which obviously if COVID, well, if they made us take the number off, then technically we weren't able to defend it, so mm. yeah, we wanted to defend it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a bloody good decision they they changed. You can't have a New Zealand title um without having one, two, and three on the cars, if they're available, obviously. Yeah, nah, it'd be a pretty
5: boring event. <laughs> it would, it would.
1: Yeah, no defending champion as such. But that aside, mate, let's roll back two years ago. Um, If you've got any brain cells left from that night, it was a big one. Jerry had a big one. He can remember 10 years ago or 15 years ago. So uh, you've only got to remember two. Can't be too hard, mate. Can't be too hard. Um, Miani Speedway, mate, record number of entries. And um, it was just a huge event we're building up to. And it was a huge event in general. And uh, you turn up on qualifying night. How did that sort of unfold from you for, for qualifying night? If I if I remember rightly, as I flick sort of just quickly looking at me papers here, you're in the orange group from memory. Uh, yeah, I don't
5: right? know. But yeah, there's I was going not too bad, sort of sitting about four from points going into the last race. Then I was leading the last race and then I got got taken out, so got a flat right from which ruined my chances of qualifying through from the first night.
1: Yeah, and that's even before the uh the rule came in, eh?
5: Yeah, yeah. So luckily yeah. that rule hadn't come in.
1: Yeah, so you just circulated around, didn't finish oh finished up but just out of the points yeah?
5: Yeah, I think I dropped back to maybe sixth or seventh in the group.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do uh I do remember you being pretty pointy up there and and uh, that tire letting go, that was sort of your qualifying it was pretty pretty straightforward first couple of races until like you say heat three, but um ripper charges now some are for them some are against them mate this one worked in your favour and sheesh, <laughs> it was a bloody an eventful uh, ripper charge because you were there in, out all sorts was going on in that ripper charge that was a New Zealand I mean everyone always says a ripper charges in New Zealand title. Final on
5: its own. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it's definitely probably one of the most fun races I've been in it. But um, yeah, I was sitting what fourth with like one corner to go, so mm. like I managed to sneak through in the last corner to take the last spot.
1: Someone, someone blocked a car. Like the numbers gone from me, but someone blocked uh, the car, wasn't
5: it? Yeah, that was uh, Seto, took out, uh Ethan Anderson.
1: That's right. He took, yeah, the bro Sephiro. Yes. Hey, and you snuck on through, yeah, yeah, he's a good man. That Sephiro, we just talked about him with Jerry because, ironically, he brought Jerry Linklater's car. Um, you know, as when he went into his new Reese, so crikey, else oh, had a bit to play in these New Zealand title things, but um, <laughs> so you, you snuck in through third place in the in the reper charge and qualified just. Yeah, only just. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That would have been a bit of hard and mouth stuff. Um, first heat of the finals, so you're in the you, you've you got to do four races in the night now. It's hard enough doing three sometimes. Um, yeah,
5: the, I thought that the um, their repertoire sort of worked in my favour because I sort of knew what the track was already like going into heat one. Yep. So but, sort of I thought it gave me a bit of an advantage.
1: Does it? Does it really? Because a lot of people do say that. A lot of people do mention the fact that the repercharge charge helps them because it gives, like you say, it gives you the upper hand of the track for the night.
5: Neil, yeah, yeah, I thought it did, but um, I, don't know, I didn't really change much between the car obviously over the night, so didn't have to really do much.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first heat though, where'd you where'd you start and and have that unroll for you?
5: I uh, started at 29th, so right at the back. Yeah. Sort of just watched everybody off the end, off the start, and then just sort of made my way up. Made a few positions, probably got through half the field.
1: Yeah, about a mid-pack finish that one. A eh? it was pretty, it was pretty straightforward heat. Most of it was just messy rather than actual shots going in, wasn't it?
5: Oh yeah, it's just everybody sort of wanted to win the race in the first corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you come home about mid-pack from from down the back which is always a good number of cars to make up from a, from your back start. Your next one, you would have had about a, a middle, was it front? Yeah,
5: I think I had 14, I think, for the next one. Yep. And that sort of... I started making good positions, and I just got caught out wide and lost quite a few, and then finally made my way back up into the top 10. Yep. Yeah. So... You had a couple of, I
1: wouldn't say, um, bad races. A couple of average races put you about mid-pack of the field. I think going into that last race, weren't you like ninth? Uh,
5: yeah, I think I was ninth equal until, um, until Luke and Ben got disqualified. Yeah,
1: so... yeah. Yep. Which, of course, they still. I mean, they'd lost their points from the second heat, but they still were out there. They were still able to accumulate points, and I guess. I guess you could say steal points from people um, by finishing. And I know oh, Ben obviously parked the car up that had been sold, but Luke went out there for a point to prove. Um, I think he won that last heat as well or finished at the point end. But, mate, that third heat, when you're sitting back in about ninth place, you sort of take, it would be a bit of a different approach to it than if you were probably near the, the top five because the point spread was quite big as well.
5: Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't. Well, I didn't know the points when I was actually going out onto the track. So, sort of, we just raced.
1: <laughs> just done your done your thing. You weren't part of any of these catch ups or anything.
5: Nah, nah. Because I was over parked over in That's, the um yeah. the far corner. I wasn't actually amongst any of the action on the pit. So, sort of just kept to myself and that yeah, didn't go see anyone. Just worked on my car.
1: It would have worked to your favour a little bit, to be fair. It, it would have taken, I mean, it's great in all being amongst the hype of the finalists, but at the same time, it probably would have been nice having a bit of breathing space and knowing that you can just go about your thing while, you know, the other drivers and the other tiers just race and leave you to it.
5: Yeah, well, obviously, I don't think anybody expected me sort of to be up there and they didn't know. So, yeah, I thought yeah, it worked out pretty well. <laughs> you get into that last heat, you're off
1: the front. Yeah, grid three. Grid three. Now, I think even the front might have been empty. Um, it, it may have been. So, either way, you're at the pointy end. Off you go. Mate, the, uh, you had the best seat in the house, you might as well say, because... Um, there was just shots going in galore. It's like they had a list and they were working through it.
5: Yeah, I think I think they yeah, they sort of had a some guys they wanted to take out and some they didn't want to take out. But I just, yeah, just kept my kept mine and just kept under the radar. I thought. Did you Did you get any haggling, any attention at all, or? Uh, I think after the first red light there was a block car sort of in the way and he turned down on me, but apart from that, that was it.
1: Yeah. Just more the case of everyone else was taking each other out and you just had to try and work your way through it without getting stuck in their mess.
5: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think what, thirteen cars didn't finish that final heat of the of the New Zealand champs from however many that even started it. I think less cars finished than um it was on the infield to be fair from from memory (laughs) i mean when you when you're not keeping track on points and in your mind not saying you're out of it but when you're so far down the down the way you would have just been watching cars being towed to the infield thinking oh yeah he's probably above me on points um you know he's finished ahead of me for our last two races oh yeah this guy's gone was there any even inkling that you got near the top, not such the top step, but got onto the podium even.
5: Um, I thought after well, after the last red light when leverage got fed, I thought I was in for like third place, but I didn't think I was there for the top step.
1: Yeah. Did you? But... Did you? With realizing that, did you sort of think? Did your mind sort of click into a different sort of thought process of oh, okay. Uh, you know, Brett, who was up the top, is is out. Crikey! You know, we better better start getting a wriggle on and keeping our wits about ourselves. Because not saying you weren't, but with having no attention for quite some time, I mean, as they ran out of cars to take out, surely there must have been the thought <laughs> they're going to have a pop sooner or later.
5: Yeah, I just I knew I just had to keep it clean and just keep what I was doing, keep doing what I was doing the whole race and. Obviously, there wasn't many cars left, both blocking and running by the end of the, the, end of the race.
1: <laughs> I think a couple of times you even let a couple of cars go by and and then obviously catch up and pass them later on as they dealt to whatever they needed to deal with or as they got dealt to themselves.
5: Yeah, there's a couple that sort of got past me and then obviously they got dispatched, so it sort of worked out pretty well. <laughs> when, obviously, as I say... Um, with that thought, so at the end
1: of the race, you you won the race, which was great. I mean, it's always good to win the last heat of the New Zealand title, to then win the actual title from that. What what made you know that you were the you were the one? You would actually won the title, or maybe even oh, I'm, I'm on the podium. This is this is brilliant.
5: Um, obviously, as I was about to pick flag up, they. Over the race receivers, they called out the top five, and my name came up first. And I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> I think we got the top step here." Oh yeah, you didn't think it was just in a random order? Nah, I, I thought I thought they'd do it in, in their order. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, not clever enough to uh, to muddle it up eh? <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I mean like the celebrations were straight away you had all the boys climbing the fence you were uh, you're out there with the flag and like i say what better what better way to celebrate winning a new zealand title than winning the last heat as well
5: yeah it's definitely probably the highlight yeah yep. getting carried carry the flag around makes it sort of look better
1: it certainly does it certainly does um it's been a big a big obviously it was a big celebration but since then though it's been a big uh, couple of seasons you've You've um, you still got the HSP car and and all that, but you've changed tracks now and come down to Wellington. Um, Why is that to start with? You know, you've got Sheldy there as well alongside you.
5: Yeah, it's uh, obviously a good deal worked out, and it's good to race along with my mates. And obviously, I've always liked racing down to Wellington, so it wasn't sort of. Not a bad opportunity to take, yeah,
1: yeah, fair enough. And, and I mean, when you, I, I asked this with Jerry about how, you know, with his new Reese car that he got after you got one in Z, but I suppose the other thing too is when you're one in Z, um, you want to keep the car at the point end of the field, right? So if it means, you know, a sponsorship deal to do that, that doesn't only benefit yourself, but it benefits the fans, eh?
5: Yeah, 100%. Sort of, obviously, if it wasn't. If I was still a Kiki, I might still have a blown engine. So sort of <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty good. You, going on, like going back a little bit, the blown engine thing. You had a fair bit go on with that car after that third heat, didn't you? Wasn't there a few grims that you actually found out?
5: Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I had a bit of a one-in-zig curse and blew the engine up the weekend after at um, the mountain, then. Sort of done a couple since then, but all of my fault, just air cleans, breaking off and stuff falling down. (laughs) Oh,
1: mate, that's a rookie mistake. (laughs) Um, New Zealand champs, though, coming up in in Auckland. Now, firstly, uh, Auckland having the New Zealand title and defending the New Zealand title at Auckland must be pretty special for yourself, knowing that you've spent a lot of time there with your dad, with Gary. Being a part of the Auckland uh, All-Stars in the Auckland track, that would be pretty cool that you're defending your title there.
5: Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's where I started my career. Well, my racing was in the mini stocks was up in yeah. Auckland. Started my stock car racing up in Auckland as well. So, obviously, not a bad place to defend the title and I've done a lot of laps around there.
1: Yep. Oh, exactly right, mate. It's uh, it's it's a primo place where, you know, as I say, just talked to Jerry about his New Zealand title and the, the carnage unfolds. And we see it every year at the Teams Nationals. We saw it at the New Zealand Superstocks when William won it, you know, and cars end up on top of the wall. It's um, it's definitely a great place for action, isn't it, Waikareka?
5: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully they've got the uh, concrete wall sorted and it doesn't fly everywhere.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, if it's if the last New Zealand's and Mianis to go by, um, I'd say that you know, being the same promotion team, they probably would have got onto that job quick smart after that third heat. But um, going into this event, like what, what do you sort of do now as the New Zealand champion? You know, everyone sort of preps their cars and the general check everything or put new this and new that. But what do you do as a New Zealand champion with the mindset side of things, going into a New Zealand title to defend it? Have you, have you sort of thought about that? Or does it just not even worry you? You're just there, it's another meeting.
5: Oh, yeah, it always sits in the back of your mind, but obviously, I just have to do what I can do, and yeah, just try my best to qualify. Qualifying is obviously the main thing, mm, mm. but after that, it's just a bonus.
1: Yeah, and I will
5: ask that because, like, it's a, it's a different sport, but it's the
1: same. You know, when David Reynolds won the won the Bathurst and. Them obviously building up to Bathurst the next year as the defending champion, he had to do so much other stuff, he got burnt out, and, and literally it, it cost him the race at the end, as we saw. You know, um, you, you're doing this show, you're doing cockpit. Um, it sort of does bite into a bit of extra time as the New Zealand champion, so that way you'd probably be spending in the, in the shed, right? Yeah,
5: well, at the moment, my car's sort of down at Wellington, getting to work. Well, into it. You haven't let Shane touch it, have you? <laughs> nah, so I gotta it's gonna be a busy Christmas trying to get it all finished. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what uh, yeah. you'll be shooting down to uh to Wellington over Christmas and what, you give it a squirt boxing day to make sure it's all good?
5: Nah, I think I'll just um I go pick it up this week and then obviously I'll just do uh Auckland practice will be my next meeting. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that sounds that sounds good. So otherwise, though, you you you're pumped, you're ready to go. You know the uh, the trophy's all polished up, and as I say, you're you're feeling good about it. You know, going going to enjoy it, sort of thing.
5: Yeah, well, we only just got the uh, the name um, put onto the trophy this week, so <laughs> it's definitely all polished up now, and we'll be ready to take up to Auckland. But definitely going to enjoy obviously having the one on the car while I can and obviously try to represent it as good as I can at the NZs.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Not only for uh, for yourself and the fans, but I guess, too, you can even say for the uh, the, the Auckland and, and the Kiki Club before, you know, that you were at before Wellington, because everyone, everyone just loves Ben Ellis, mate.
5: <laughs> do they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we do. We do. It's, yeah. That's why we've got you on the show, man. But so you're topping, you're topping group one. I mean, mate, it's everyone. We've said every group's uh buddy well and truly wide open, but the easiest way to find you is uh group one, number one. That's probably the, the, the main bonus of being the New Zealand champion. It's probably the key bonus going into this meeting, mate.
5: Yeah. Well, the only thing is downside has got to be at the track first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'll you know, get the good car park. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, hey, if I get up there early enough for you, I'll, I'll put a cone out for 1NZ. How's that sound? That sounds good. Beauty. <laughs> ben, mate, um, before we wrap up, obviously it's been, like I say, a couple of, a good couple of years as the New Zealand champion. I've put you on the spot when I asked this, but obviously you want to say a, a, a shout out to um, those who have, stuck with you over these two years to uh, allow you to defend this title.
5: Yeah, obviously, um, all my sponsors that have helped me out, and over the time, and all my new ones that have come on board, Renee and Dan, can't thank them enough, and even the support from what I had at Kiki, and now what I've got at Wellington, yeah, it's definitely definitely awesome.
1: Yeah, it certainly will be, and um, no doubt Shane, um, Mister 51 is pumped and ready to go for a big, uh, a big defense.
5: Oh, he's actually not coming this time. So oh no, he's not allowed. So I think yeah, <laughs> nice It's going to be a
1: quiet night in the pits, mate. It will be. It will be. Hey, Ben, it's been great having you on the show. All the best for that New Zealand title. No doubt. Um, I'll probably catch you with a microphone across the event, but um, until then, mate, try and, uh, Try and enjoy uh, you know, these these few days as the New Zealand champ and and just soak it all in, mate, and then uh put the helmet on. Don't worry about it, get out there and just have fun like you normally do. Yep, definitely will. <laughs> I'm speaking like I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> all the best, Ben. Cheers for coming on. Awesome, thank you. Well that there's the defending champion Ben Ellis and uh it's going to be a great New Zealand stock car title. That wraps up our New Zealand stock car title special here on Doing It In The Dirt. The last for 2022. We are back with the first show uh, on January the 19th, obviously in time for the World 240s. Uh, between now and then, we should hope to try and get some bits up via our Facebook page, but uh, we won't be having any podcast stuff on Spotify or uh, Apple Apple Play or, of course, on uh, on air, on NPR. But um, we just want to say a huge thanks to all our show supporters, all the uh, listeners for a great 2022, and uh, especially the Speedway Garage team and, of course, Gary at Burn Art Cars. Um, If you are travelling around Speedway in this new year uh, or holiday period, you know, travel safe, get there safe, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at a track that we uh, will be at. But um, until then... As I say, enjoy the New Zealand Champs, enjoy uh, any speedway you're heading to over this
2: holiday break and we'll uh, catch you all in the new year.